Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio. Southern Race Week with your host, William Barber. Hello and welcome into the season finale of Southern Race Week Radio here for 2022 along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie once again filling in for WB. Hopefully you and your family had a very happy and enjoyable Thanksgiving holiday weekend, enjoying some family time, enjoying some turkey, enjoying some football. I mean, it's just been another successful Thanksgiving for the Romero family here in uh, in 2022. So once again, hopefully you and your family had a very nice, enjoyable and safe Thanksgiving. Now, I know one person who also had a very happy and enjoyable Thanksgiving, and that was our very own William Barber. That's right. Our fearless leader, WB, is pretty much healed and back to his 100 percent. William Barber self. Now, he sounds way better. I had the opportunity to speak with WB on Thanksgiving Day. wanted to call him up and wish him and his family a very happy Thanksgiving. And I had the opportunity to talk to him for about uh, 10 or 15 minutes. His voice sounds so much better than it had over the last uh, few months. He's almost at 100%. He said he's about at about 90 to 95%. And the doctor has pretty much cleared him to go back to work on the radio be able to talk again, be able to conversate. So I'm uh, very excited for William Barber to uh, be back at at least close to 100%. Now, he was not able to join me on this week's program, on the season finale of Southern Race Week Radio, because he's off enjoying some time away uh, with his family uh, during the Thanksgiving holiday. But even though we will be having best of programming beginning next week here on Southern Race Week Radio, all the way until the middle of January when we kick off the season premiere of Southern Race Week Radio in 2023. Uh, William will be on the program next week to update us on his condition, let us know everything that went on uh, during the time that he was away from the program. So we will have William Barber, even though next week begins our best of programming here on Southern Race Week Radio, uh, our fearless leader WB will join us next week to let us uh, let us know what's been going on with him over the last few months and maybe answer a lot of the questions that some of you have asked about William, what happened to him, and, and all of that. So looking forward to having our fearless leader back on the program next year, uh, next week when we kick off best of programming here for uh, Southern Race Week Radio along the uh, far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. But uh, also, like I said, we want to hopefully you and your family had a nice, enjoyable Thanksgiving holiday, and we're not too far away uh, from Christmas. And if you have kids like I do, I've already received their Christmas list that I need to send to Santa as soon as possible so they are able to get everything they want uh, for Christmas this year. But once again, uh, before uh, I don't have the opportunity to do this, I I do want to take the time and William and the entire Southern Race Week family I would like to take this opportunity to thank you so much for being loyal listeners to us here in 2022, whether you're listening to the radio show as you're doing right now, or if you're taking the time to listen to the podcast anytime, uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to be loyal fans here of uh, Southern Race Week Radio. So uh, even though, as I said, uh, we're going to be done with our season here in 2023, we'll have best of programming, kind of highlighting some of the best interviews that we've conducted here in 2022. And then around the middle of January, we'll kick off a new season of Southern Race Week Radio in uh, 2023, as we'll get set to kick off seasons for NASCAR, NHRA, 
and IndyCar as well. So looking forward to enjoying a little bit of time off, enjoying some time with the family, and then uh, looking forward to rejoining you guys in the middle of January in 2023. They kick off another season of uh, Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we have another exciting episode of Southern Race Week Radio coming up for you uh, this week here. Uh, in just moments, we'll be speaking with the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson. And then also we'll have another Executive Vice President and General Manager, but of Charlotte Motor Speedway, Greg Walter. We'll talk to those fine gentlemen about NASCAR weekends coming up in 2023 for their respective tracks. And then also we'll recap the 2022 season for the Cars Tour Series with Keeley Dabinsky will join us to also comment on the latest news that they've lowered the driving age from 14 to 12 for the Cars Tour Series, and that'll begin in 2023, so we'll get our comments uh, about that as well. So another star-studded, jam-packed episode of Southern Race Week Radio. This is Alan Kavanaugh. You're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network. It's Southie as we continue on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Is this the season finale for Southern Race Week Radio here in 2022? So we'll be wrapping up the season, play best ofs throughout the holidays, and then we'll rejoin with a new season of Southern Race Week Radio coming up in 2023, sometime in the middle of January. But we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here on the season finale of Southern Race Week Radio. He joined us when we did our premiere season this year in 2022, and he'll join us for our last episode of 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Brandon Hutchinson. Mr. Hutchinson, once again, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Sir, hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. As always, Alfie, great to join you. Thank you for having me. And yeah, man, I'm doing great. Just uh, wrapping up 22 and looking forward to a uh, Fast and Furious 23. I got to tell you, sir, 2022 for Atlanta Motor Speedway, as far as NASCAR goes, was amazing. The March race, absolutely amazing. And then, of course, the race in July, another exciting uh, race. Uh, Chase Elliott, a, a winner at Atlanta Motor Speedway in 2022 for the first time in his career. I know for Chase, that was a big deal for him to win that race at Atlanta Motor Speedway. But uh, great news coming for you guys as once again in 2023, you'll be hosting two race weekends uh, in March and also in July. And a little bit differences in this year, uh, Brandon. In 2023, the Ambetter Health 400 on Sunday, March 19th on Fox and also the Performance Racing Network. We'll have that coverage for you. And then July, Under the Lights, which is going to be amazing. That'll be July 9th, USA Network, the Performance Racing Network. We'll have the coverage of that event. And that'll begin at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then the uh, March race will have a a green start time of 3 p.m. So uh, I know you're probably excited for these uh, changes for your race weekends in uh, 2023, Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're thrilled to have Am Better Health coming on and – promoting and sponsoring our our march race we've had great partners for a long long time and quick trip and folds of honor but you know to have a new partner coming on it's it's going to be a a great start to 23 
We've decreased the mileage from 500 to 400 miles. So it's going to be a fun weekend with the doubleheader, the Freight 208 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series race. Got to get used to saying that again. And then the uh, followed by the Raptor 250 NASCAR Xfinity race. So something we started um, about eight or nine years ago. Our fans love it. It's going to be a great weekend of racing action for sure. And not only that, Brandon, it seems like a lot of these tracks are now doing these doubleheader weekends on Saturday. You're the first track to experiment with doing this doubleheader on Saturday, which I think is such an amazing event because basically it's uh, it's two races for the price of one for many of the fans who want to come out and, and maybe check out two races for a single price, which is I think it's a, a affordable and amazing for families to come out and enjoy a great weekend of, of racing as well. Yeah, and absolutely. You talk about price. On Saturday, kids are free. So you can see both races on Saturday. The kids don't pay a thing. Tickets start for $35 for adults. So it's a really great deal. It can be one of the most action-packed racing days of the year on our new high banks. As you said, March was phenomenal as we kicked off the, the new race track at Atlanta Motor Speedway, 28 degrees of banking. We had 46 lead changes. So you're going to see a lot of racing action on Saturday and Sunday both, and uh, we're thrilled about it. Can't wait to get started. And I know tickets are available. Campground sites are available. You can go to com or call 877-9-AMX-TIX for uh, information on how to get those uh, those tickets. But another great uh, experience for fans uh, coming up in July, Brandon, which is I think a lot of fans have been asking for this, is a night race under the lights over the uh, Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. It'll be a green flag drop at 7 p.m. on a Sunday night, which is something that they normally haven't done in NASCAR. Usually, if it's a night race, it's on Saturday night. But the next year, you'll be racing under the lights on a Sunday. So uh, tell me about that, because I know you've gotten a lot of uh, comments from NASCAR fans here in the Atlanta area who uh, really wanted to get another night race uh, here at AMS. You know, we were so thrilled to be able to get the Quick State 400 presented by Walmart race back in Atlanta, that second date. Uh, July can be hot in Hotlanta, as everybody knows. So <laughs> as soon as we secured the second date, we really started working on how we can make this a night race. We heard loud and clear from our fans. Of course, we knew it was hot, and so we've worked with NASCAR and the broadcast partners, and they've really done us uh, and our fans are really, really solid by moving it into the evening. And we've got Saturday night racing a- as well. You know, we've got the Alsco uniforms. Uh, race on Saturday night at 7 o'clock, and then the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart on Sunday at 7 o'clock. So hopefully, you know, we're going to get the week kicked off with uh, a bunch of activities. It's the 4th of July week, and so we're thrilled about that July weekend moving under the lights. It's going to be a lot of fans, fun for our fans. Hopefully people will come out and spend the week with us. And another thing I was noticing here on the website, uh, Mr. Hutchinson, is that you guys have an amazing Chase Elliott uh, ticket package deal. They have a, a grandstand ticket package deal, and then out, and this is very awesome, a suite ticket package deal. And one thing that uh, you get in with this is not only helping out, uh, you know, having that experience with Chase Elliott, but also money from this goes to his foundation as well, which is a, another great benefit of, of probably grabbing one of these Chase Elliott uh, ticket package deals. Yeah, if you're a Chase Elliott fan... You know, and he, he is the most current winner here. Georgia, most popular driver, hometown guy. We've got a $65 grandstand ticket package that includes a ticket to the race, a Q&A session with Chase during the race weekend, an Ambetter Health swag bag, 
a race day survival kit from Am Better Health. And part of that money goes to the Chase Elliott Foundation. So it's a great deal for our fans, a good package that we've put together. And as you said, you know, for, for our fans that like that premium, it's a great deal for the grandstand ticket. But then we also have the sweet ticket package as well. Costs a little bit more. You get a little bit more stuff, complimentary food and beverages, uh, access to pre-race festivities on the front stretch. So just a couple of cool packages that uh, we feel will give our fans an opportunity to access their favorite driver and also give money back to charity. So it's a win-win. And once again, if you want to get those tickets, they are on sale for the Ambetter Health 400 and the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart Race Weekends. Once again, just head over to OrlandoMotorSpeedway.com or call 877-9-AMSTIX for information to purchase those uh, tickets and campground sites. As we continue to speak here with uh, Brandon Hutchinson, the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. Now, when many people think of uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon, they might think, oh, all they do is just NASCAR races, uh, and that's all they do. But uh, in 2023, you guys not only have NASCAR, but you got some other big events coming on. you got the uh, motocross coming up, and you guys also have Monster Jam coming up as well. So uh, uh, outside of NASCAR, you guys got a lot going on at AMS in 2023, sir. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Saturday, April 22nd, Sunday, April 23rd, we've got the Monster Jam uh, world champion athletes and their 12,000-pound uh, monster trucks are going to come out here and tear it up again for the third year in a row. AMA Supercross is coming back as well. That's been a fan favorite. You know, right after the March race, we start uh, putting together the longest, fastest Supercross track that they run on all year. It's a bunch of fun for us. It's a bunch of fun for our fans. Gives our fans a little bit something else other than NASCAR to look forward to throughout the year. Not that NASCAR is not enough because it can be, but, you know, we try to uh, make sure we've got events that, that everybody can enjoy. So we've got two fairs again next year. We've got a spring fair, and then we've got the Georgia State Fair in the fall. Bunch of opportunities for fans to come out here and drive the track. We've got laps for charity nights at Atlanta Motor Speedway. We've got Legends and Bandolero events at Atlanta Motor Speedway. There's just a bunch of stuff going on. We'll do about 1,000 events a year. So wow. if you haven't been out to Atlanta Motor Speedway, check us out online. Come see us. We surely have an event that uh, is right for you and your family. And if you want to check out the events calendar, just head on over to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com. Click on the events tab. It'll give you all the information on how to uh, get your tickets and all that great information. And once again, Mr. Hutchinson, we always appreciate you taking the time to uh, join us here on Southern Race Week Radio, sir, on our season finale for uh, 2022. Uh, enjoy the offseason, sir. Enjoy the holidays. And I'm sure we'll catch back up with you when we kick things off here for Southern Race Week Radio in 2023. Well, Alfie, thank you so much. I'm honored to, uh, to help you close out the season. It has been a great season. I want to thank all of the fans that have supported Atlanta Motor Speedway. Hopefully you have some time to spend with your families over the holidays. Be safe, and uh, we'll see you in 23. This is Leah Pruitt, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie. Continuing on with our season finale of Southern Race Week Radio here for 2022 as we wrap things up, play some best ofs, and get ready to kick off another season in 2023. But we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot Zoom line. Always a great friend of the show, and I figure there's no better way to end the season than welcoming one of our great, great friends, the Executive Vice President and General Manager over there at Charlotte Motor Speedway. 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Greg Walter. Mr. Walter. Thank you so much once again for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. I, I am. You know, you're the only one that can make my two-syllable name sound like eight syllables, and I appreciate it. Hey, we're always here to aim to please, sir. We always aim to please. <laughs> and uh, anything for you, sir, you're a great friend of the show. We always appreciate it when you take the time to uh, join us here as we wrap up our season here on Southern Race Week Radio for uh, 2022. And you had another successful year there at Charlotte Motor Speedway, NHRA in town, NASCAR in town. You had some action go over there for the World of Outlaws finals. I mean, you guys do so many great activities. You were just telling me right now about your uh, Speedway Christmas stuff you got going on right now. So uh, tell us a bit about that because Charlotte Motor Speedway is so close here to our Atlanta audience and along the southeast. So they can come out and enjoy a great uh, Christmas light uh, right around at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Yeah, so it, it's a it's a four a little more than four million lights that that, that are around the track. Um, it's open um, every day except Christmas Eve. That's the day that our, our staff asked to take off. So it's open Christmas night from six to ten, um, and it's it's an amazing it's an amazing light show. This is probably our eleventh year, twelfth year doing it. Um, entry is thirty dollars per car, and it's uh, seventy dollars for a fast pass, which is kind of the super secret back way on weekends. Well, Greg, Charlotte Motor Speedway is always the premier destination when it comes to uh, motorsports. You guys had a successful year with uh, both the, the Roval Race and another successful Coca-Cola 600. And next year, another jam-packed schedule for you guys. And as we mentioned, not only NASCAR, but NHRA, you'll have the NHRA four-wide nationals. that will be April 28th through the 30th. And then, of course, the Coca-Cola 600, which will be on uh, May 28th that weekend, along with uh, Xfinity Series Racing and and trucks as well. And then on the 22nd and the 24th of September, the Beltway NHRA Carolina Nationals uh, come back. And then, of course, the big Roval Race Weekend, the cutoff race uh, in the round of 16. And that'll be October 8th, uh, 2023. You'll also have the Xfinity cars there uh, as well. So I'm sure you're excited for uh, what's going to be coming up for you guys uh, next year in, in 2023. We see so much momentum coming off of this year, the, the way we redesign fan experiences and in our NASCAR races at NHRA. And then the calendar is just full of stuff, things like, you know, concerts and festivals. It, it's an exciting time for us. Um, people have seemed to rediscover NASCAR racing um, and, and just the, the storylines, the, 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 the new car, next-gen car. There's a lot of positive momentum. And it's certainly exciting for us. We just got to keep focusing on the basics. And that is a great customer experience and to treat, treat others the way we want to be treated. Speaking of Executive Vice President and General Manager of Charlotte Motor Speedway, Greg Walter on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. Now, our home track here at Atlanta Motor Speedway, our March race went from 500 miles to 400 miles. And there's a lot of uh, tracks that are going to be losing some mileage. But one race we know will never lose any mileage is the Coca-Cola 600, traditional Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I mean, just a spectacular event. We always look at this event as a race of man versus machine. One of the, the most beautiful things about the Coca-Cola 600 is the pageantry. Tell me about that tradition. So, so the, the ultimate, the thing to put in perspective is for so many people, Memorial Day begins that threshold or what people mentally think of the start of summer. 
But that Sunday before Memorial Day is is the eve of one of the probably the most somber holidays we have, where we remember, honor those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. And so the the we we run this balance of what is you know celebrating racing and this extraordinary you know physical and, and, and mechanical contest, but then at the same time weave into that this this putting the lens on what Memorial Day means. And um, I mean, this sport, we put the names of, of fallen servicemen and women on the windshields of the cars. We, we play taps, we do the, the, the gun salute. Um, you know, we have, we have played, had to have a bagpiper play, you know, amazing grace. It is such a stirring moment. And then when we had the 60th running of the Coke 600, we, we asked NASCAR if we could actually pause the race. It had been done years ago when the race was moved to Monday on Memorial Day. And at one o'clock, we actually stopped the race. So it's a tradition we started back up with the 60th running. And we still continue now where between stages two and three, we bring all the cars down on pit road. And we, we basically stop all, all the action for 30 seconds. And I will tell you, it's one of the most poignant moments in, in sports. I've worked in every sport except Major League Baseball. I've been doing it since the earth was cooling. And it is one of the most powerful moments you will experience at any sporting event. You have all this noise. I can't hear you. I can't even talk to you if I'm in the grandstands with you. But then you can hear a pin drop just like that. And it really puts in perspective what the day means, what sacrifice means, and the freedoms that we enjoy today that was built on on the blood of those Americans. And not only have you established the Coca-Cola 600, which has been established for many years, but the Roval race is something that I think a lot of fans have started to gravitate for. I think at the beginning, no one really knew what was going to be expected of the Roval race. Are you happy now with how the layout is, or do you, are you still, after every year, tweaking and maybe thinking about changing things up, or do you think you have it just the way you like it? I think for the majority's sake, um, we've got it the way we, we like it. Uh, I, I would tell you that that you know we have this culture in our company of being constructively discontent, so we're always looking to be better. Um, there are maybe little tweaks here and there, but they'd be you know slight adjustments. Um, you know the, the drivers is still a very challenging course, a very technical course. You know one thing we I think we like to look at at some point is maybe adding lights to where you can run the, the, the race um, or run races in the evening. Now, as you mentioned, tics, our tickets are available for all the action at Charlotte Motor Speedway next year. Now, if our listeners want to get, go ahead and get their hands on those tickets, especially for the Coca-Cola 600, please know that traditionally is always pretty much a sellout every year and also get their campground sites. And uh, where can they go to uh, get information, purchase tickets and, and get all their questions answered? Well, the best place always is the website, right? Is uh, you know charlottemotorspeedway.com. There's plenty of information on there, and then um, you can take a look at seeing if you really want to talk to someone on the phone. We have you know agents, um, representatives on the phone during you know office hours. We are kind of giving them a break during the holidays, so um, the best course, the best way to initially engage and to buy and to to make that investment is on the website. Well, Mr. Walter, we always appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio. So you're always a great friend of the show and give us so much hospitality when we visit you at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And I'm telling our, and I'm telling our listeners out there, if you've never been to a race, 
at Charlotte Motor Speedway. I, I guarantee you're going to have an amazing time, not only at the track, but all the great uh, amenities that they have around the city of Charlotte um, as well. So the Hall of Fame, great food, and uh, so much entertainment and things to do. Mr. Walter, we appreciate your time, sir. Enjoy your holidays, your offseason, and looking forward to speaking back up with you when we kick things off for Southern Race Week in 2023, my friend. My friend, have a great holiday season and love you. Hi, I'm Nick Sanchez, driver of the number two Maxi Going Chevrolet, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie. Continuing on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. We're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot hotline as they just wrapped up their season and the Cars Tours for 2022. She is the series administrator for the Cars Tours series. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Miss Keely Dubensky. Miss Dubensky, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. You're a great friend of the show, and we always appreciate it when you take the time to join us here on the program. Hopefully, you're having a great day today, my friend. Absolutely great to be here. Good to talk to you. Everything's great. Well, let's talk about your season. You guys wrapped up things for the Cars Tour Series for 2022. You crowned the champion. Uh, a very successful season, I think, in your eyes. So many big events going on for the Cars Tours. Big names that have raced in your series that have really brought a lot of attention to the Cars Tour Series. As we look back on you and your involvement in the Cars Tour Series, what one event, one race, one situation really jumps out at you as the highlight for you of the uh, 2022 season? You know, I got to go with North Wilkesboro, <laughs> of course, um, because that one, uh, I just feel like that event put us on a whole new playing field, um, you know, especially when it comes to exposure. Uh, a lot more people are starting to pay attention to the series, which is, you know, really great because with what we're trying to do and this ladder that we're trying to build, you know, the more and more people that we can get, even from the higher levels of racing to kind of, you know, pay attention to what we're doing. Uh, I think, I mean, I think it's really important. So thankfully, um, you know, the news has gotten out there a little bit more. And Dale Jr. is one of those drivers who's really paid a lot of attention to your series said himself that is a big fan of the series has a, a team involved as well race at, at North Wilkesboro. So, how instrumental is Dale Jr.'s, I guess, seal of approval to heighten your series, not only maybe regionally, but maybe on a more national wide level? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think, um, you know, the benefit of what we're seeing with Dale's involvement is that it's it's putting more eyes on us. Um, and, you know, th and there's there's current cup drivers who are now, you know, starting to be a little bit more interested. And, you know, our our hopes are that, the, the more people from the higher levels of racing can kind of invest into um, a developmental program. You know, we got to make sure that, that these, these kids are, um, you know, learning everything that they can before going to the, the higher levels of racing. And then, you know, anybody that wants, wants to join and, and stay in late models. So I feel like what we have is pretty special and that's kind of the reason why people like Dale are, are starting to invest a little bit more um, in the involvement with us. And tell us your thoughts on the season. A lot of successful events, a lot of successful races, a lot of uh, the championship battle, uh, very competitive in all of the divisions you have in the Cars Tour Series. Tell me a little bit about um, your champions and, and and the guys who came away with championships in the in the Cars Tour Series this year. I think we have, um, you know, like 
the champions, all three of them this year, you know, we, we crowned uh, Carson Quapple and he was the late model, uh, late model stock owner's champion and driver's champion. Um, and you know, the, the Quapples are, you know, they've always been so involved in racing and, and Carson works really hard. So to see him go out there and, and really earn it was, you know, anything that we can ask for. And then when we look at the pros, you know, William Sawalich um, for the owner's champion and Luke Fenhouse for the driver's champion, just so many different and new personalities have been added to the tour and people who are truly invested with the tour. Um, so, I mean, it, and having three different champions this year was really fun too. You know, the more people that we can celebrate, the better. Speaking with Keely Dubinsky here of the Cars Tour Series and this week's edition of Southern Racing Radio. Uh, you recently uh, made some news. You posted on your social media platform. So you're lowering the age to 12 for drivers to be involved. Um, it seems that there's been some pushback from people out there on social media. Um, I would love for you to have an opportunity here to to give your comments about the decision to make the age 12 and, and your thoughts on some people who might be not accepting of that decision. Yeah. And, and I appreciate the opportunity to do so. I feel like a lot of people did not actually read the press release. They just kind of jumped to, um, you know, this is wrong. This is dangerous. And I want to explain like our angle and, and why we actually did make this decision. One, NASCAR too has started taking these kids at a younger age, you know, legend cars dropped their age limit. And we're one of the last to drop um, our, our age limit to, to 12. There's a lot of other series that have been doing that for a while. Um, and, and why we did that is because these kids are obviously being pulled up through the ranks a little bit too quickly, in my opinion. And so instead of just these kids coming to race with us at 14, get one year under their belt and then go on to ARCA, you know, we figure we can, if, if we lower our age limit, then we can develop these drivers and make sure that they are, they had the proper time to learn and develop before moving up into the higher levels. So it's not so much that you know, we're lowering it for um, more car counts and, and things like that. It's more so like a, like a safety thing um, for us. You know, um, a big example is William Sawalich coming into the series at 14 years old and absolutely dominating and winning a championship. You know, I, I, I think that people are, are so stuck on, oh, you know, 12 years old is so young, but we've been starting them at 14, you know, and it's it's truly not that much of an age difference. So for us to be able to bring bring these kids in and make sure that they're properly developed um, and make sure that the entire series is you know, safe, that that's that's what we're going to do. Now, Keely, I know you guys have already announced your schedule for 2023. So if our listeners want to keep up with what's going on with the, course, the Cars Tour Series throughout the offseason and check out the schedule for next year and everything going on with the series, uh, where can they go to get information to keep up with the latest info and news? I would say our social media platforms. Um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and then as well as our website. We do have, you know, we release a schedule, but we do have um, a lot more of exciting news and things coming out very soon. So um, by the time that that we get ready for the 2023 season, I think a lot of fans are going to be very excited. And the competitors as well. We, we've been working and building, and um, we're excited. Well, Keely, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us this week on Sunday Race Week Radio. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing that news uh, when you guys kick things off in the 2023 season. Enjoy your offseason and look forward to talking to you again when we get things rolling here 
2023, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you for everything and um, covering our series. Hey, this is Brandon Jones, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to the season finale edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie as we wrap up this season of Southern Race Week Radio for you here in 2022. But don't worry. We'll be back in mid-January 2023 to kick off a new season of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we really appreciate all you loyal listeners of the radio show and the podcast here in 2022 and hopefully you will continue on here as we bring you best of programming throughout the uh, rest of the holiday season and then get ready for new programs in january of 2023 but we'll always continue to bring you the latest in racing news and information throughout the off season just make sure you head on over to our social media platforms you can like our facebook page at facebook.com slash southern race week or follow us on twitter at srw radio for the latest news from the racing world uh, throughout the off season here as uh, we bring you best of programming on Southern Race Week Radio. Uh, once again, we want to thank our great guests for uh, joining us this week here on the program. Once again, thanks to Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway and Charlotte Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson, along with Greg Walter for uh, joining us this week. And also thanks to Cars Tours Administrative Director Keely Dombinsky for uh, joining us as well to break down everything that happened in the uh, Cars Tour Series here in uh, 2022. Also, don't forget about the email address. Uh, we're always continuing to read the email address, so feel free to reach out to us during the offseason. If there's anything you'd like to reach out to us and let us know what's going on, uh, once again, that email address is srwradio at yahoo.com. Once again, that is srwradio at yahoo.com. And uh, coming up next week on the Best of Southern Race Week Radio, we'll bring you some of our best interviews of 2022 with some of your favorite NASCAR Cup Series drivers. So that'll be our first Best of Edition of Southern Race Week Radio. But even though we have a Best of next week, William Barber will join us on the program next week to talk about everything that has been going on with him. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch back up with you next week as we kick off Best of Weeks programming here on Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network.